welcome to RAWF After Hours. It's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas as we just enter the month of December. Christmas just around the corner. Only 23, probably about 22 shopping days. Still Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, December 23rd will be Jingle Hell Rock, which we'll be talking more about here later this evening. But first, let me bring on the most wonderful co-host in all of Blog Talk Radio. She is on an emotional high right now. She is the one and only. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs winning the SEC championship earlier today over Auburn, twenty-eight to seven. And I, I have never seen, never seen you in a Georgia cheerleader outfit, but it's quite fetching on you. Thank you, thank you very much. And and I must say, your Ohio State Buckeyes are doing pretty damn good at at halftime right now. Yeah, I am not. I am not. I am. I am. I've stopped watching at halftime. And hopefully, you know, by the time this program's over, uh, they will be Big Ten champions. Knock on wood, up by eleven. But we'll uh, we'll 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 cross that road. I'm going to try not to be distracted this show. I'm not going to check the score. I'm not going to check the score. I'm not going to check the score. Just going to oh, let it happen. Excuse me. Sorry. <clears throat> but anywho, ladies and gentlemen. Enough about football. It's time to move on to R.A.W.F. stuff, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. I have for you Black Friday, some Black Friday results. Now, I want to make sure I double-check that nothing has changed since the last time I looked, which was not long ago. And it looks like we still have... Okay. All right. Good. As far as I know, but that hasn't changed. Okay. So, folks, we have some results for you for Black Friday. Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship match is still ongoing, ladies and gentlemen. Paragon of Greatness and Raven the Enchanted. For the moment, Paragon of Greatness is still your World Heavyweight Champion. Raven is pushing him, though, I must say. Raven is pushing him to his limits. Uh, we will see what happens. Possibly, we will definitely let you know next week. Who, if, who won that match. However, we can announce to you that we have a new Platinum Dragon champion, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Mortis, defeating the Immortal Griffith, taking the Platinum Dragon championship away from him that he's held for quite a while. So congratulations to Jimmy Mortis. Not an easy thing to do to beat the Immortal Griffith for a title. Uh, Mortis did pull it off at Black Friday. National Championship, Alec Remington, still your national champion after defeating the Wild ID Yeti last week at Black Friday. Paragon of Greatness, still your men's champion after he defeated his brother Killa Neptune. Davila is still your estrogen champion after defeating Jasmine Justice. What we have a new Fubar City champion is Killa Neptune defeated the mighty Vuvuzela to become the new Fubar City champion. So Killa, one for one in his uh, title attempts 
at Black Friday, or one for two, sorry. So 50%, that's not bad. Uh, Midnight Hobo Championship, Mithras defeated Knox Boogie. He is still your Midnight Hobo Champion. Who knows when he will ever relinquish that belt, if he ever does. He may be Midnight Hobo Champion till the end of time, the way things are going now. John the Revelator, still your Triple Crown Champion after defeating Sweet Haven Slasher and Bruce the Shark. So congratulations to John. It was a very close contest, though, between the three of them. A great match. D-Train, still your Multimedia Champion after defeating Adam, Adam Deathrow Bordalo. So D-Train, a successful title defense. Powerball Championship, Johnny Platinum, still your Powerball Champion after defeating Mark Caliber. The Champion's Choice Championship still up for grabs right now is Nikki the Icon Hayes taking on Sousa the Elf. Uh, so that is two matches still ongoing there. And your All-Stars Champion is still Uncle Frank after he defeated the Paragon of Greatness. So right now Paragon is one for two. Will he be two for three or one for three? We will find out later this week. All right. So that's what we've got from Black Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations to all to the two new champions. Congratulations to all the champions who de- successfully defended. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I have your updated RAWF rankings. This is six out of the seven rankings matches of the period. The only thing it does not count is Black Friday, but... If you know whether you won or lost at Black Friday, this could, it could be very telling to see what happens. Uh, but this is and this is a very unusual top 25. It's not it's your normal top 25. Some different people up here at near the top. So it's going to be a very interesting month, I think. At number 25, you have Uber Vegan TPO. At number 24, the Immortal Griffith. At number 23, Kongzilla the Clown. Number 22, Lord Darkstinger. Number 21, just joining a few short weeks ago, but making making some name waves right off the bat. Lexi Destiny has gotten herself up into the top 25. At number 20, the American anti-saint Christopher Price. At number 19, Sweet Haven Slasher. At number 18, he is Fire Chief Bill, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing. He comes right in and starts picking up where he left off. He is already making some names, waves here in RAWF. Fire Chief Bill at number 18. At number 17 the is Susie the Elf. At number 16, Money Sue. Number 15, Bruce the Shark. Number 14, Raven the Enchanted. <laughs> Number 13, your reigning Midnight Hobo and Supreme Fighter Champion, Mithras the Title Machine. At number 12 is your national champion, Alec Remington. At number 11, he is your superstars, your White Lightning, and your All-Stars champion. He is Uncle Frank. At number 10 is Peanut. My gosh, look at that. Peanut at number 10, but not the biggest surprise on the list thus far. Uh, number nine is your men is your Fubar City champion Killa Neptune. I need to take that off there because for some reason. Okay. All right. Killa Neptune, your Fubar City champion, in at number nine. John Moneymaker in at number eight. At number seven, your reigning world champion, the Paragon of Greatness. At numbers and men's champion as well. All right. 
There we go. World and world and men's champion, the Paragon of Greatness. At number six, your new platinum dragon champion, Jimmy Mortis. At number five, we got all these newcomers just ju- just jumping in right on the top twenty-five bandwagon. Big Daddy Lav joined at the beginning of the period, and he has been kicking some major ass. So Big Daddy Lav coming in at number five. At number four, the biggest shocker of the top twenty-five, Mrs. Whispering Vengeance. Number four, she has been kicking some tail so far this month, ladies and gentlemen, undefeated in the seven rankings matches, in six rankings matches. Uh, At number three is your reigning estrogen champion, Davila. At number two is Knox Boogie. And then at number one is your Powerball champion, Johnny Platinum. So... What does this all mean? Well, like I said, based on whether you won or lost at Black Friday, it might give you an estimation of what of where you're going to end up. So, number one, Johnny Platinum, successful at Black Friday. He won his Powerball Championship match. That would lead me to believe he is going to stay at number one in the final rankings. Knock on wood. Knox Boogie lost to Mithras at Black Friday. At number two. Number three, Davila won her estrogen title shot. So, will it be Johnny Platinum and Davila? Will it be Johnny Platinum and Knox Boogie? Uh, We will find out next week after I calculate the points for Black Friday. Or could Mrs. Whispering Vengeance somehow sneak in? It's going to be an interesting final top 25, ladies and gentlemen, to see who will compete for the next shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. Bubs, what are your thoughts on that top 25? Um, I'm sorry. I got I got some bad news. I got, I, I, I got a mute. Okay. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, very interesting top 25. Uh, so, okay. Let's bring on... Let's see. Who do we want to bring on first? Because we got a lot of people. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me go back to RAWF News because we're not quite done. Tomorrow's superstars, ladies and gentlemen, will emanate from the Vivint Smart Home Arena in Salt Lake City, Utah. That's right. We're going to Salt Lake City tomorrow, and this is a very interesting main event for the Superstars Championship. Some bad blood in this one as Uncle Frank will defend the Superstars Championship against Money Sue. Yes, and uh, Money Sue still still a little bitter about the Triple Crown Championship at Graveyard Smash a little while ago. Sue looking for revenge. He wants to wrest that Superstars Championship away from Uncle Frank. We will see what happens. That is your main event tomorrow on Superstars. All right, let's take a look at event news, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a look at this month's Big tournaments. We've got the Biatch of the Month for December going on right now. And we are in the semifinals. The final four right now is the Mighty Vuvuzela and the lovely Susie the Elf. You have Hot Cheese and you have Jasmine Justice. The winner of that, the uh, winner between those four, will go on to Jingle Hell Rock to compete for the Estrogen Championship against Davila. Now let's move on to the arsehole of the month, ladies and gentlemen. The winner to face the men's champion 
at Jingle Hell Rock. And this one's a little less further on. We have more men. We're in round three right now. You have Bestige taking on Adam Death Row Bordolo. You have Big Bowden taking on the Razor. Sweet Haven Slasher against BD2. Man Crusher versus Knox Boogie. D Train versus uh, John Moneymaker. Big Daddy Lav taking on Bruce the Shark. TPO taking on Mark Caliber. And Killa Neptune taking on Simply the Best. So that, that's a pretty good uh, top 16 there, ladies and gentlemen. That one's going to come down to the wire. I guess a lot of great competitors. We will see who will get the men's title shot at Jingle Hell Rock. And then finally, let's look at the extra points tournament. Cage match rules as our tournament GM judgment made them this month for the extra points tournament. We are still in round two. Now, of course, if the extra points tournament does not finish by the time the rankings period is over, and that, of course, means before Jingle Hell Rock, uh, then it will just carry over. It's not a big deal. But John Taylor taking on Johnny Platinum in round two. Killer Neptune's already moved on to the quarterfinals. Razor taking on Wild-Eyed Yeti. Davila has moved on to the quarterfinals. Lexi Destiny taking on Spirit of Vengeance. Adam Death Row Bortolo has moved on to the quarterfinals. Uh, Kongzilla the Clown taking on Uncle Frank and Black Widow Ecstasy taking on Gord Sin. So, wow, some interesting stuff. Oh, by the way, speaking of tournaments, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not joined the RAWF Thanksgiving Leftovers Wrestler Buck Tournament, you have until this. You have until this show ends. I will start it as soon as this show ends. Uh, it is the second one down in the RAWF Events tab. I will post the link here in the chat if you have not signed up to join. The Thanksgiving Leftover Wrestler Bucks Tournament. Winner gets 100 Wrestler Bucks. Second place, 50. Semi-finalist, 25. You have just a little less than two hours to join the tournament. All right. With that being said, I do believe tag teams, the new season of tag teams started last Sunday per the RAWF GM, tag team GM, the Razors. So that is under underway. Um... I'm sure sometime soon we will have Powerball news. And I think we're good for now. I think that's what I've got for you all tonight. If I think of anything else, I'll let you know. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get him on here early just because, you know, he is Mr. R.A.W.F. He is he, – he is – he has all kinds of wisdom and stuff to tell us, I'm sure. He is the one and only.
gentlemen, he is Judgment joining us. Good evening, Judge. Good evening, Amadeus. Now, Judgment, of course, here in just a few short weeks at Jingle Hell Rock, you will be uh, wrestling your last match, the Candy Cane on a Pole match. And that is the one tournament yes. I did not mention uh, that I was going to wait till I brought you on. But right now, as it stands, that tournament that you set up, you, you will be facing one of three people. One person's already made the finals, and that's Money Sue. The other two people mm-hmm. in the tournament that you may face are John the Revelator, your fellow kindred member, and then your favorite ar- your favorite your very favorite arachnid it. of all time. Don't say it. Black don't say Black it. Widow <laughs> don't, Ecstasy. Don't, don't say it. Is oh, you said is one is only just one mat one, two wins away from being the next the person to face you in that final match, that candy cane on a pole match. Ooh, why'd you say it? I I had to say it. I am sorry. No, you didn't. I, I, you could I have, have said that re- other person. No, not the other person. Could have said. <laughs> could have said that other wrestler. <laughs> At any that, so the, so with that being said, with that being said, Judge, let, let's let's uh, f- let's focus first of all on the person who right now is the most likely is Money Sue because he only has to win one more yeah. match. What w- if it's Money Sue against you for in that final match, that candy cane on a pole match? And, and how's that going to be feel to, to go out facing Money Sue? Well, you know, Money Sue is a oh god, Money Sue is Money Sue. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's uh, he he carries championship titles left and right. When he does have them, he, he defends them. He's always been a staple of REWF. He. Uh, he does what he does, and he does it good. And I, to face him, if I have to, then so be it. Uh, you know, I've shoved the candy cane in many of the people. Every year I've had a person that's got the candy cane. So to put it in Money Sue, it's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> when you put it that way, Judge, uh, uh, you. <laughs> but, you know, if, 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 if I had my choice out of the three, of course I'm going to choose – I'm going to choose John because of the fact John is a kindred brother, and, and it would be fitting to face someone in kindred as I go out. As far as that other one, I'm scared she's going to like the candy cane up there. Well, it's quite possible. It's quite you know, possible. The candy cane, but you know, the candy cane's like three foot long. It's, it's like a big candy cane, you know. And what if it goes up in there and and, and still have room? That, that's just wrong, Judge. That's just wrong, really. But it, it's, uh, it's just—I don't know. I mean, it, it, what, what, what if it's like, you know, she? What, 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 what if it's? What if it goes up there and and half my arm gets caught in a web? It's like who's uh, going to be at ringside to help me? Hopefully, Griff will be there. He can pull me out at least. Or her going to be there to, 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 to save me, or you know, somebody would be there to help pull me out. Raven, Raven, hopefully Raven will be there to save me, or somebody, surely somebody will be there to help pull me out if if, if my arm gets caught in the web of of, of that thing. 
Or Yeti. 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 Yeti can do it. He can throw his hair in there and confuse it. Oh. <sighs> Okay, 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 okay. So, in other words, what I'm hearing from you is you would rather see it be John the Revelator. You won't mind if it's Money Sue, but you certainly do not want it to be Black Widow Ecstasy. <laughs> you know when you say that? You know when you say that it makes my wisdom tooth hurt, and I don't even have a wisdom tooth. <laughs> All right. Just that name. Well, just that name. When, when, when you say that name, it's like a Oh, it's just like a sharp pain comes through. At anywho, Mr. R.A.W.F., even though you are re- retiring from in-ring activity here at Jingle Hell Rock, you are go- still going to be an integral part of R.A.W.F., even adding to your resume. You are now a top-notch interviewer right here on R.A.W.F. After Hours, and later in the program, we will be debuting your – we're not debuting. You will be continuing – your new interview segment, we've actually come up with a name for it. It is called Just the Tip. I mean, no, sorry, that's the wrong note. Uh, <laughs> not Just the Tip. It's uh, Held in Contempt. That would be right. Held in Contempt is your new interview yeah. segment. Sorry Held about in that. Contempt, I, yes. I had the wrong notes in front of me. I apologize. You know, and um, I, I, I have to say last week, you know, the interview with Griffith was, was – I, I had a lot of people comment on that interview. I mean, it's just even – from what I understand, I was nominated for Emmy for that interview with Griffith. Yep. But so wait tonight, you, later. But wait till yeah. you see who I sit down with this week in interviews. Oh, I know. This is a. Good one. This is a oh. I mean, last week's was an award-winning interview. You got right to it. You didn't pull any punches, and uh, you know, I think this week is going to be even better. Um, of course, we won't tell you, tell you all who he's interviewing until time for the segment, which will be at the top of the hour, I think. We'll wait till the top of the hour, and then we will have the interview segment uh, held in contempt with Judgment J. Esquire. All right. Yes. With that being said, Your hair looks let's, good tonight, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. You know, there's someone who's called in and hasn't we haven't heard from in quite a while. Uh, so so much for, so that I don't have his music, so I'm just going to bring him on just just to say hi because I know he he it has been a long time. Let's bring on, ladies and gentlemen, Bobo joining us now on After Hours. Bobo, are you there, sir? Hey guys, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. I've been inactive for a little while, and now I'm going to come back and kick some ass finally. Because the Brits don't really get a look in. All right. Well, good look. That's good to hear, Bobo. It's good to hear that you're coming back to active competition. Uh, so, what what are you looking to do in REWF? Any titles you're looking to go after? Any people you're looking to go after? What's what's going on, my friend? Well. To be honest, all I'm going to do is go after my friends, you, Terrell, Fire Chief, um, and whoever else is in my way, and I'm going to go for all the titles because you know and I know that I was one of the best when I was on form, and I'm going to get back to it now. This is true, Bobo. I mean, you and I go go way back to the old CSW uh, Swamp Rat International days. We were in this first st- in, in that stable. Uh, that was the very first stable I ever joined. And, yeah. Uh, it was you, you, me, Destiny, and a host, Destiny of Death, and a host of others in that stable. It was a lot of fun. And then, of course, like you said, we had had people like Fire Chief Bill back then. 
to fight, and he has just recently returned. And it sounds yeah, like you he, want to get. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he, I'm saying, yeah, SCB. He's my brother, and uh, yeah, we got to get something sorted out now. Yeah, uh, and, get back, and get back in the groove, I think, because we, back then we were unstoppable. It, it, yeah, we were unstoppable. You, I see what you did there. Uh, at least I, at least <laughs> it sounded good. We were unstoppable, indeed. It was a fun time back in the day. Uh, so yeah, it'd be nice to see you get back to that form, Bobo. You were quite the tough competitor back in that day. I remember having some damn good matches with you. So it'd be nice to see you uh, get your way back into the top 25, get yourself some title shots uh, very, very soon. So good luck to you, Bobo. Good to know that you're uh, back and ready to go. So yeah, I'm back. You... Okay. No, go, go ahead. So what do you have to say to the people of our, to the other competitors here in R.A.W.F.? What What do you got in store for them? Okay. Well, this is the most honest company that you can ever be in, and I'm going to fight everyone, everyone, constantly. So. Much love, but I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> hey, that that that's that. I like that. Much love, but I'm going to kill you. That could be a new 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 catchphrase for you, there, Bobo. I tell you what, since you're here, okay, and we have a show tomorrow in Salt Lake City, and let's see, who can we? I know. Why don't we match you up with old Fire Chief Bill tomorrow on Superstars? Two of you, two of you both trying to get back to form. Let's see what you can do against each other tomorrow on Superstars. How does that sound to you, Bobo? Yeah, sounds good, brother. Sounds good. All right. All right. So it will be tomorrow in Salt Lake City, Bobo taking on Fire Chief Bill in an old uh, in an old CSW type match. Maybe, we, maybe, maybe, if you, maybe I, I know how much you like uh, hardcore matches, Bobo. How about a Fubar City Street fight against Fire Chief Bill? Uh, he has no chance. <laughs> if we if we fight if we fight like that, oh, he gone. He finished. Is that a yes? You accept? I accept. He gone. All right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, Fire Chief Bills who take on Bobo in a Fubar City street fight, an old-fashioned hardcore match in the back alleys of Salt Lake City. Who will be victorious? It will be a lot of fun to find out. Good luck to you, Bobo. Uh, Good to hear from you, sir. Stick around. I'm going to bring on some other callers, and uh, toward the end, we'll bring you back on, and... uh, We'll shoot the shit with you some more. How's that sound? Yeah, thank you, brother. Nice one. Uh, that was Bobo, ladies and gentlemen, making his return to R.A.W.F. after. I was good to hear from him, and uh, very much so. So, ladies and gentlemen, a still very hotly contested main event at Black Friday right now going on for the World Heavyweight Championship. It is still ongoing, but the two competitors, it, it, it is going to be interesting to see how this plays out time to bring on our world heavyweight champion ladies and gentlemen and our men's he is still our reigning men's champion as well he is the one and only recognize that i am not alive i survive i'm the dance in the hour class of time i'm the chalk line outline everything is fine from 
ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Laura It's been a rough Black Friday. It definitely seems to have been a rough Black Friday for you. Uh, Of course, one match still not over, as we've mentioned, the World Heavyweight Championship, but you were successful in defeating your brother, Killer Neptune, to retain the men's championship. However, we're unsuccessful in wresting the All-Stars Championship away from Uncle Frank. So let's let's touch on that match first, because Uncle Frank now here in the last two weeks is 2-0 and against his fellow Opaque Brotherhood members, defeating Killa Neptune for the Superstars title uh, a couple weeks ago, and then defeating you at Black Friday to retain his All-Stars Championship. So Uncle Frank on a definitive tear. Uh, your thoughts? on Uncle Frank's performance at Black Friday? You know, there's a reason why I didn't want to face Uncle Frank at Black Friday. Turns around, karma bit me right on the butt. I had to fight him anyway, but there's a reason why I didn't want to, and this is why, because Uncle Frank is determined like I've never seen before. I don't know if it's something in the drinking water or what it is, but Uncle Frank seems extra crazy lately, and he's been going at it in the ring like nobody else. Obviously, obviously, you, you, you. There were times in that match. I don't think he even realized who you were. It didn't matter to him. He just wanted to beat to a, whoever was in front of him. He is a man on an internal mission of some sort. When he gets in that ring and gets in that zone, you know, after suffering a couple big losses, one to Griffith at Graveyard Smash, and then to Raven in the number one contenders match, he has been focused as I've never seen Uncle Frank focused before. Uh, so I I don't even know. Uh, people are going to have to fear Uncle Frank. However, Uncle Frank with a huge title defense tomorrow, we will find we will talk about that here more in a few seconds. But let's retur- switch gears, Paragon. You were able to defeat your brother, Killa Neptune, for the men's championship at Black Friday. So you at least could, didn't walk out of Black Friday, uh, you know, you're empty-handed. You still, you are still the men's champion. But do you have Killa's net, Killa's number? I mean, is that is because I don't think he's ever defeated you in a pay-per-view. You know, I think it's kind of one of those psychological issues you have. You know, the, the older brother always beats up on the younger brother. You know, he spends a, a lifetime trying to catch up to big brother, and a lot of times it just doesn't happen. And I think that that's – a lot of that is the situation. But even now I'm questioning uh, if I would want to take on Killa Neptune at this moment because if you saw what he did at the Fubar City Championship match, I think that he's getting just about as angry as Uncle Frank is. So at, Well, at that point, might – I'm glad that I got that match out of the way before he got angry. <laughs> that kind of par- might have partially been my fault after, you know, put after his, our interview segment on the deep end was with Killa Neptune, and he decided to get a little get a little. Uh, well, he made fun of my hair, and you know how I get when someone makes fun of my hair. And well, I kind of yeah, kind of threw him in a match. It ain't real hair. <laughs> So tomorrow on the card, Judgment will take on Black Widow Ecstasy. See, you can't do that, Judge. You just learned a lesson there. Same, you know. I'm just saying, quit it. Go back to talking to the champ. Talk to the champ. 
Okay. At anywho, Paragon, getting back to after rudely interrupted. Uh, at anywho, Paragon, well, killing Neptune might be a little bit angry about still about ang- about uh, losing his title to Uncle Frank, and that kind of being my fault. But you know, if that if that's what it takes to light a fire under killing Neptune's fin, if you will, dorsal, or I guess it would be interior fin or whatever you want to call it, um, then so be it. I'll, I'll just tell you, with the attitude the Franks have lately, the attitude that Killa seems to be picking up, it looks to be one hell of a match of the Fubar City match at Jingle Hell Rock. That's true. That's Those two Frank. will square off at Jingle Hell Rock for the Fubar City Championship. Uncle Frank winning the Fubar City uh, event that Judge ran last month. So it will be Killa Neptune versus Uncle Frank at Jingle Hell Rock for the Fubar City Championship. That is one that I am... I, I must, that's a must see right there. But does Killa have what it takes to take out the monster Uncle Frank? Does he know him well enough to be able to do that? What do you think, Paragon? What are your what are your predictions for that match? If it were a regular stipulation match, I might give Killa the chance here, but I have a hard time believing that Uncle Frank is going to go into a Fubar City with the much smaller opponent and not win. Maybe if uh, Killa slaps a big blonde wig on him, that might help. But otherwise, I don't know. Okay. Well, we will find out, ladies and gentlemen. At Jingle Hell Rock, it will be Uncle Frank versus Killa Neptune Fubar City Championship on the line. And uh, it Seems to be a going trend here on RAW pay-per-views now. It's Opig Brotherhood member versus Opig Brotherhood member. We could see even more depending on who walks out of Black Friday as champions in their respective titles. Okay, so Paragon, let's talk about this World Heavyweight Championship match against Raven. She is taking you to the limit right now. What are your thoughts right now? How are you feeling? Well... Not good. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the fact is, she came in prepared. She came in, she said how much she wanted this. She said how much she was preparing, how much she was paying attention, scouting, and doing all of that. And it's really shown. And I want to make this uh, statement very clear right now before I move forward with discussing this match. The fact that I haven't finished that match yet has nothing to do with any kind of um, trying to avoid like an embarrassment of having lost the title when we gone went on air today. There's a strategic reasoning why I haven't finished yet, but I would like to say that Raven, unless I pull off a miracle, Raven is going to be our next world heavyweight champion. And I would like to say congratulations to her for it. Well, that we don't, we don't want to jump the gun because you know, you never know what's going to happen, but let's well, get to the other side of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring on the one and only. I am a fight. I will not hide my face. I will not fall 
ladies and gentlemen, Raven the Enchanted joining us now on After Hours. Raven, good evening. Good evening, Ellie. Right now, you have Paragon on the ropes. You are. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you, it looks very much like you will be the next World Heavyweight Champion. We don't want to jinx you, so we'll knock on wood on that. But right. it's, look, it's looking good at this particular point. So I'm not. Well, I, I, I don't want to go you for last it. week. I was hungry. Yes, yes, you did. You did, and you have certainly shown it so far in this match with Paragon. And you heard Paragon's comments a few seconds ago. What do you have to say to him back? Paragon, you asked for this match. I told you how hungry I was. Now do you believe me? Well, there was never a moment when I didn't believe you. That's actually the reason why I thought I wanted this match is because of how determined you seemed, and I wanted to put on the best match for the R.A.W.F. fans. I believe that that match has been delivered uh, one way or the other. You have put on one of the finest matches that I've wrestled in my R.A.W.F. career, and I appreciate what you've done here at Black Friday. You've made me fight the hardest I've ever, ever damn well fought in my life. Stop making me think I'm getting a headache. (laughs) With that said, uh, L.A., I don't know if you'd been paying attention to our chat earlier, but I'd, I'd made a comment uh, subtly bringing up the potential for a rematch should I lose, and she had responded by saying something roughly along the lines of, would I offer the same opportunity to her should I pull off the miracle and win? I'd like to uh, issue a very special historical challenge here tonight to issue and confirm a rematch before a match even finishes. One way or the other, I win or she wins. Next week, Raven versus myself, World Heavyweight Championship on Superstars. Hmm. So, this is whether you win or lose. Win or lose. If I pull off the miracle, she has more than earned a second shot. I believe in rematches for champions, so I would like to challenge her regardless. I think that this could be a historic moment here. Creating a rematch before the match is finished. Now, of course, we can't we can't really confirm or deny because we don't know who the top champion's going to be. But Raven, do you accept that challenge? Does it have to be next week? Because I'm fighting Mithras. Come on, I don't want both of you in one week. <laughs> wait a minute, you're fighting Mithras. Oh, wait. Oh, yes, that's right. Hobo. You have a. That's right for the Midnight Hobo oh, Championship. Oh, oh, that's more than okay with me for allow you to postpone for an additional the week. Only problem with the, the only problem with the following week, I want to point out, if we do that, it's the week before the pay-per-view. And that the pay-per-view oh, is on a Saturday rather than Sunday, I will have to make that a shortened time limit match. Possibly two to three days. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I can't do Paragon yeah. in two days. I mean, that came out wrong. Whoa, um, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. Well, I mean, I really... No, never mind. We won't. Right. So... That, let me make sure my count. Make sure I got my count. Yeah, I think I. I mean, I think you might have to wait, Paragon. I, I don't know. It's up to. It's, we'll we'll figure enough. it out. Let's. All right. But yeah, that's correct. She does got a midnight hobo title shot next week. I forgot about that. Uh, thank you for reminding me, Raven. You're welcome. 
Oh, so forget that match. <laughs> okay. At anywho, with that being said, good luck to both of you. I know this this one's still up for grabs, even though the right now it looks like it will be Raven. We will find out come oh, uh, next week. Fit as well. By the way. What's that? Because he said Paragon. Chris having a hissy fit because he said Paragon agreed to um, take him on. <sighs> well, we, we will we will get to that. We will get to that uh, here in just a second. Ah, uh, that idiot, Raven. Uh, Thirty-two to one. So I don't ongoing know Paragon. Right <laughs> uh, Thirty-two yes, to yes, one, boss. Yes, yes. I've just made round three, and I'm, I'm round impressed. Th- you actually posted your win. Well done. Thank you, thank you. I am now two and zero in this yeah. event, so yeah. I don't know. I don't. You've got um. Shush! I'll read them out for you. You've got Kongzilla taking on Luigi Mario, Jasmine Justice taking on Lord Amadeus, Killer Neptune taking on Fred Star, and Mithras taking on Bone Dog. Mhm. Mm. Who did you say I have? Jasmine. <coughs> really. Ah, mm-hmm. man. I'm looking forward to this. I know it'll be fun. I'm sure you will. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome to hear. So that'll be the next round for the 32 to 1. And of course, the winner gets to compete for the Supreme Fighter title currently held by Mistress the Title Machine. So, should be a lot of fun. All right. So, I see he's here. And it doesn't seem like he's in a very good mood tonight, does it? Let's bring him on, though. He is the one and only. I am immortal. I'll make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the immortal Griffith to the program. Good evening, Griffith. Is it? Ah. Well, I imagine it's not very good for you this evening. Hold on there, Blondie. Listen here, you white haired witch. No, I'm not going to shut up. I was being out there. I was stating facts, and you want to call it here and call it a hissy fit? You want to start talking shit at me before I haven't even done anything or said anything to you? No. Oh, that was a mistake, woman. Because you see, I should thank you. I should thank you right here now. Because, see, I was coming into this show kind of kind of downtrodden, kind of like not sure where I was going to go next, not sure what I wanted to do. But now I know. Be on notice. Here we go. I'm coming to take it. Oh, dream on, love. Dream on. I have beaten you every single time I have faced you for a title. Do not think it will change this time, bird. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure, because I'm shaking in my boots. 
Let me know Fine. what happens. You're not shaking your boots? I accept that. I take that as no. you accepting my challenge. I ain't accepting fuck all from you. Of course Earn you're not, it. because you're a coward. Run else has to. You run your little Dream beak. Dream Run your little beak. But then run Fargo. your little legs, too, woman. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, for those of you who may not realize what that Griffith is upset, uh, he was finally dethroned of the Platinum Dragon Championship at Black Friday, being defeated by Jimmy Mortis. And, and Griff, Jimmy Mortis, the who? new Platinum Dragon Champion. Yeah, you know champion. the guy that beat you. The guy that beat well, you, Griff. You, Pay attention. You, yes, if you want to know no, who, the guy who you beat me was me. And that's actually why I was in, in the bunk I was in. See, because I let a nobody, that's my point why I keep saying who, because he's a nobody. He's a nothing. And I got so full of myself that I let that nobody take an important title from this company, from me. So now that nobody, that, that pissant is now the heart and, carrying the heart and soul of RAWF. And that's on me. I did that. And I have to live with that because much like you, he probably won't have the courage to accept my challenge. Yeah, 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 I, I, I would like to say that she she did not exhibit a lack of courage in denying my challenge. She had a valid reason, and I I accept that as a uh, gentleman. We'll figure something out. Yes, we will, Caroline. So stick it up your ass, Chris. Ah, stick it up wow. my ass. The one Happy person who was on air saying that you were going to win. The one person who backed you. The one person who said to, to, to the entire world that you were going to do what you're about to do. But fuck mm-hmm. me. All right. No, thank you. Last thing you wanted to do was make me put a target on you, Bird, and you just did it. Oh. Let me know when I should be worried. You damn well should be. Ask Paragon what it's like to have a target on his back when it comes to me. He had Ooh, a target on his back. Good. He called me, okay. and I'm just proving okay. the point. All right, all right. Let's 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 settle everything down here. Settle everything, Griffith. I I realize you're upset, and I can see why. And you know it's understandable because for the first time in a long time, I can't I can't remember when the last time this happened. You are not holding a you are holding not holding a, a significant RAWF title right now. You are. Funny enough, that's not why I'm upset. I told you I came into this figure, and you know I I just had to figure out where I was going. I'm upset because I just got disrespected by someone I showed a ridiculous amount of respect to recently. Why? Because I said you had a hissy fit. Yes. So you wanted a hissy fit? Oh. Now you fucking got one. Oh, is that a hissy fit? Oh, sorry. Didn't That's what notice. you want to call it. Okay. Wow. Wow. So Griffith, I take it this is gonna uh, this is gonna is this gonna light a fire under your ass then between this and what happened tonight. Might do. You might win a title then. Woman, I have one more fucking titles in this company oh, than you could ever dream of. <laughs> <sighs> do I care? Am I bothered yeah, about it? Yeah, clearly not. You're not no, smart no, enough no, to understand what you've just done to yourself. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's so, what I wanted, Griff. Yeah. Ever no, you didn't. That one? And everyone knows it. Really? Because if you did, you'd say yes to the challenge, but you haven't done that. Griff. Right, listen to me, and I'm going to say this slowly so you actually fucking hear it. How can I say yes to you when I can't even say yes to Paragon right now, you dumbass? Ask the fucking boss. It's true. She couldn't technically 
I mean, just saying. If she can't say yes to Paragon, she can't technically say yes to you either. Uh, she certainly so. can say yes. Completely possible. All Paragon right, all right. We need to move on. We won the title. He was going to take my challenge. We, we seriously need to move on. We seriously need to move on from this. Just saying. Uh, so, Griffith, I can I can tell you're in a, you're you're determined, and I hopefully moving forward, uh, we'll see the old immortal Griffith. Not that there is a new immortal Griffith, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, let's bring oh, on someone else. Is there a new one? That would be good. <laughs> that would not be good. But let's bring on someone else who also did not have a good night at Black Friday. Uh, challenging for the national championship, he was unsuccessful in defeating Alec Remington. He is the one and only. I'm about to do it, buddy Yeti, bitch. Buddy Yeti. Oh God. Uh, buddy Yeti. Oh God. She gonna buzz it for the Yeti. Oh God. She gonna buzz it for the Yeti. Now do it for the Yeti. Do it for the Do it for the Yeti. 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 She about to buzz it for the Yeti. She about to buzz it for the Yeti. It's time. She about to buzz it for the Yeti. See you about the buzzer for the Yeti. Do it for the, do it for the Yeti. Do it for the Yeti. Okay. Do it for the Yeti. Do it for the Yeti. Okay. Do it for the Yeti. Do it for the Yeti. Oh yeah. Do it for the Yeti. Do it for the Yeti. Oh my God. Yeti, 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 so, Yeti, you don't sound as chipper as you usually are. Is that because of your loss at, Grave, uh, at Black Friday? Yes. I was just a little disappointed. Not da- not down and out, not pissy. Just just, just a little disappointed. Thought I'd, thought I'd do a better showing, but that's how it happens. Well, it seems like, and it's just to me, cause not just not just at Black Friday, but in general overall, and you and in RAWF, ever since you hit the mighty Vuvuzela or fed her some Raven's crow pie, your luck has turned for the worse. Do you blame the crow pie? Yeah, yeah it's the curse of the crow pie. Yeah. And and, and, and why do you think why do you think the crow pie turned your luck? Because it soured on me. That pie, really, that, really? that sour. Really, is this necessary? And, but anyway, did someone hear something? And anywho, Yeti about. Mm-hmm. I mean, is, was the was the was the crow was the crow pie expired? Oh. I don't know. It it had a it had a slight scent to it. That was uh, really and and, and yeah, kind really? of you know. It, like yeah, it had, you know, like a wet uh, sweat sock drying in the sun kind of smell. Oh, well, now that that that, that yeah. could that could definitely turn a man's luck. I must say, that could definitely turn yeah. a man's luck. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, what do you think you got to do to beat the curse of the crow pie? Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm just still, I'm still shaking my coccyx and trying to figure out how to shake shake off that. That the remnants of the crow pie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe. you know, I may have to. I may have to strip naked. I may have to do uh, the naked ritual dance in the middle of the room. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I mean, you, you, you got to you know, do what you. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, with the release of my movie coming out, I mean, 
it's kind of uh kind of distract me too. Wait a minute. You have a wait a minute. Release of a movie. Am, am I missing something? Did yeah. we discuss this beforehand yeah. and I just I, I was hired no 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 no. You see what happened and you know, since you know since since you know I won the world champ when I did win the world championship and my song hit number 1 around the world. I was contracted by a studio to do to be a consultant and star in a movie called Littlefoot. It's about Yeti uh, and the Yeti culture. So it'll be coming out pretty soon. And, and and what is the name of this movie? It's called Littlefoot. Wow. Y- you'll yes. Wow. It's about the saw... about the horrors. Yeah. The horrors, the horrors of humans. Of... Wow. Yes. The horrors of humans. Yeah, you're oh, going to get, you horrors. know, for years sorry, you heard I'm the sorry. people. You said horrors. Yeah. I thought you, never mind. I apologize. Yeah, um, I, oh, I know. Yes. But, you Ooh. know, and I'm, uh, yeah. But, you know, now you, we've always heard the human side. Now you're going to hear the Yeti side of, uh, wow. You, you know, a, that sounds, that sounds, who the real monsters are. Wow, that sounds really intriguing, yeah. Yeti. I can't wait to see that come out. But yeah. also, another yeah. reason for you to be upbeat is you are actually the new R.A.W.S. calendar boy for um, the oh, month yeah. of December. Oh. oh, and me and my love, and me and my love, and me and my lovely and better half, of course. Yes, and you, that. you and E.V.K. Yeah, Woodyard are. are about that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. You know, Yay. and you know, you know what, Yay. you know what, quit, you know what, you think it's a big bang, you know, Raven, you're looking at the big bang. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Yeti and his yeah. lovely, lovely, lovely uh, lady, EVK Bloodyard, are our featured superstars on the December calendar on the REWF homepage. And yes, that is a very fetching swimsuit on you, Yeti, uh, the big bang yeah. theory, if you will. And the bang covering the coccyx quite nicely, I must say. So, yeah, and of course, it's not a porpoise, okay? At least you're not covering a porpoise this time. No, you definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely is there. There's definitely no porpoise to that picture. But anywho, might be a sherpa in there, but you know, that's another story. So we've gone from so, porpoise uh, to maggot this week. Yeah. But it did even. You got a stripper well, to help you, you know. Uh-oh. At anywho, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, with that being said, Yeti, I'm going to take a commercial yeah. break. And when we come back, we will have uh, held in contempt with judgment. Our newest interview segment right here on RAWF After Hours. That will be right after our commercial and song break. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Back to Basics Radio Network. <laughs> Armadillo style. L.A. style. They call me Lord Amadeus, I am your jukebox hero I'm not some upstart jobber or your everyday zero As handsome as Pitt and as tough as De Niro Try to block job me and I'll kick your rear Love my golden hair, all the ladies are jealous of my golden hair I love to run a brush through all my golden hair You people wish you all had my golden hair I said golden hair I'm a web 
weapon of mass destruction You don't know, oh you will know I destroy those who stand before me Now you know, so let's go So all you bitches and you jobbers can go Amadea style L.A. style, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. L.A. style, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Eh, fuba city, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Eh, fuba city, boing, 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 eh, 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 eh you all down to a place called Fubar City. It's where I am from, and believe me, it's not pretty. You don't get messed up because I'm on the committee, and we don't take pity. Hey, watch my hair. You people need to learn not to pull my golden hair. God damn it, Shifty, I said not to touch my golden hair. All the fans want a lock of my golden hair. Yes, my golden hair. I will quench your thirst for carnage like Gatorade. I'm renegade. And when it is all over, I will attain. I will reign. Till all you peons and you pansies feel the pain. I'm a dead star. L.A. style, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. L.A. style, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Eh, fuba city, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Eh, fuba city, boing, 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 eh, 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 eh. Back to the bone, but leave my hair alone. It takes forever just to get it to the perfect tone. Back to the bone, but leave my hair alone. Yes, I know it smells better than my cologne. That's what I'm saying. I'm a dead stop. Eh, fuba city. Boing, 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 boing. I'm a dead style. Eh, fuba city. Boing, 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 boing. Eh, 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 eh. I'm a
Hi, this is Judgment here. When I'm not checking out those frisbee nipples on the title machine, or bugging the immortal about his greasy hair, or just chilling out at REWF headquarters and watching Amadeus's roots grow, which we all knew that wasn't a real hair color, I'm thinking to myself, self, because I call myself self, I say self, WWPD. That's right, WWPD. WWPD. What does WWPD mean? Well, WWPD means something like I like to indulge myself into a thick, juicy slice of Raven's Crow Pie made fresh daily with leftover placenta. Yeah, WWPD can mean a lot of things. During the holidays, I like to add cream to my Raven's Crow Pie. So I have to ask myself, WWPD, what should I do? When I bake it at 365 degrees, I like to pull it out and stick my tongue in it to make sure the temperature is just right. So WWPD and myself from Judgment, we like to say, hurry and get your slice of Raven's Crow Pie today, available in the REWF shop zone. Ta-da! Raven's Crow Pie. Raven's Crow Pie. All right, and we're back yeah, here. you know that stuff's right. been selling that stuff has been flying off the shelves. I'm telling you. It's amazing. The pudding, it's, the salads, all those items. I know. It's be a and lot all, of Christmases this year. I know, right? We REWF makes Christmas better, and Raven makes it even, even – well, how you doing, Raven? Yeah. Good evening. All right. So, Judgment, it's your time. Raven. All right. Hey, it is Judge. now time. <laughs> Time yes. for your new weekly interview segment, uh, Held in Contempt. And who is your special interview with this week? Yes. This week I actually took a flight down Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday I actually got there. I left Monday night, Tuesday, down on the on the, on the shores of Australia where, where this superstar is, is spending a little vacation time, you know, before his big title match. And this week's my interview was with none other than the masked champion himself, Paragon of Greatness. All right, let's play the interview. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Judgment J. Esquire here. I'm sitting here with the outstanding wrestler, Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, I just got to say one thing to you. Congratulations on being the, what, five, holding four or five belts at one time? How did how, how, how you really feel carrying... Oh, okay, you, you do. Okay, tell me again. How do you feel carrying all those belts? Great babe. Great babe. Great babe. I don't blame you. I think that's the best thing for you. Now, now, Paragon, a lot of people want to know, you and Griffith had big robberies in the past, and you and you and Griffith had, had, had some tremendous battles. Tell me, how does it feel to, to, to not be facing Griffith this time in your title match? Great babe. Great babe. Great babe. Great babe. I'm telling you, yes, I agree with you, Paragon. Because Griffith is a, Griffith is one hell of a fighter. Griffith is Griffith is a fighter. Now, Paragon, with all due respect, I of course was able to pin you not once but twice. And Great babe. Yes, I know. No, just that, that's fine. I, I I pinned you twice, and you gave me a, a, another. Uh, men's title shot, and I want to thank you for that. But if it comes down to you facing your your, your brothers, your 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 the, the um, brothers of destruction, how are you going to feel facing 
your 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 blood, your brothers there. Yes. He apparently got stuck on that one. But anyway, Paragon, one last question before I go. Tell everyone how it feels to be interviewed by the, the man, Mr. R.A.W.F. himself. Just go ahead. Just tell the world how how great you are, you, you are getting this interview. Great base. 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 That's enough. This is Judgment J. Esquire. Back to the States. Get us a drink, Paragon. On you. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was that was definitely a very intriguing interview there, Judgment. That was that was some pinpoint Man, was, uh, journalism on your part. That was a that, that was a hellacious interview. You know, being down there in Australia on the banks of Australia, it, it was great. You know, Paragon bought me drinks. He 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 took me out to dinner. And he he's a great guy. I I respect Paragon, and and he's he, he's going to be a great ex champion. So, in retrospect, uh, Paragon, after having that interview with Judgment, do you do you wish maybe you you'd answered that third question a little differently? You know, LA. Uh, last week we were talking about um, the people that got eliminated from the match to get a chance against Judgment at Jingle Hell Rock, and they'd be taking them on in an electrified steel cage. Uh, did you know that I got eliminated from that? Um, so I am free to take him on in an electric steel cage. Were you aware? Because I'm very aware of that right now. Oh, oh the electric steel cage. Oh, those matches are hurting. Well, I, I believe the electrified steel cage match contracts are, are all in Griffith's office. If you care to, to venture over there and sign one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know, I'm suddenly very motivated. I think I might pay a visit to the immortal. Uh, really? All right. You want to pay attention to the immortal? Rape eight. <laughs> Paragons, don't go near him. He's in a really bad mood. I don't know why, though. <laughs> so, at any who, ladies and gentlemen. That was a that was again a very intriguing interview there, Judgment. Great job on that, and I can't look for. I look very much forward to who you're going to be talking to next week. Well, next week, next As week, everybody I, I, I can't increase. say. But go ahead, huh? What? <laughs> I, I I can't say who we listen to, but next week we're gonna have we're gonna have a theme song. Ooh, a theme song. I'm gonna have a yes. I'm gonna have a theme song because I'm gonna be doing these little. One-on-one sit-down interviews with the superstars of RAWF and getting a lot of getting a lot of stuff that they can't that they don't want to say out publicly, but they will talk to me. All right, I can't wait to see who ne- who who's next. Uh, uh, why is his eyes red? Who? Per- per- the the mask paragraph. I, I, you know, I think I'm going to go and I'm going to go to the bar. Does he want to kick your ass? Okay, just go to the bar there, and judge. Guess what? Yes, okay, pick that back. All right. So, 
Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, Jingle Hell Rock will come to you live December 23rd right here in place of R.A.W.F. After Hours. It will be a Saturday night because, well, I don't want to do a pay-per-view on Christmas Eve. So we will be doing it on a Saturday, December 23rd, and the live show will take the place of R.A.W.F. After Hours. It will be a combined R.A.W.F. After Hours slash pay-per-view. So look for it. Mark your calendars December 23rd. Uh, you can come and join us just before you celebrate Christmas. Should be a lot of fun. And of course, the one match that is already signed, as we mentioned earlier, Uncle Frank versus Killa Neptune, the Fubar City Championship on the line. Now, Killa, or sorry, Paragon, since since you're you're basically the spokesman here on RAWF After Hours for the Opaque Brotherhood, let's talk about this big title match tomorrow on Superstars, as Uncle Frank will have to defend the Superstars Championship against a man who is not too happy with him over some, some actions and a pay-per-view a couple months ago, Graveyard Smash Triple Crown Championship, where Uncle Frank was accused of lying down for Knox Boogie and allowing Knox Boogie to win the Triple Crown Championship. Uh, by money, Sue. So Sue feels like he has some payback coming to him, and tomorrow he wants to get that payback in the Superstars Championship. What are your thoughts on this match between Money Sue and Uncle Frank? Uh, <clears throat> I hope you have insurance on that bar over there because judgment might be going through it. Uh, <clears throat> but to go to talk about the Superstars Championship match, um, well, we discussed it earlier, you know, Uncle Frank is on a warpath. You saw what he did to Killa. You saw what he did to me. Um, Money Sue somebody he actually has reason to dislike. So imagine what he's going to do to somebody that he actually hates as opposed to one of his Brotherhood members. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And of course, Uncle Frank's love for for Money Sue, it, it, we we know he has none, and Money Sue has no love for him as, either way. Uh, Money Sue, of course, also defeated him on Superstars the day after, the week after that infamous Triple Crown Championship match. Defeated, it was one of the few people that has been able to defeat Uncle Frank in the past few months. Uh, do you think that will play into it at all, or do you think uh, does Uncle Frank have a short memory when it comes to people he's lost to? I, to say that he has a short memory would imply that he has a memory at all. If we're being honest, I I don't know what's going on through his head, but the fact is that for going on years now, you know, since the Opaque Brotherhood, at least the initial three of us made our uh, appearances here in RAWF. Frank was always kind of looked at as the other member of the Opaque Brotherhood, like the other guy is, you know, Killing Neptune, Paragon of Greatness, and their other guy. So he's, he's always kind of had a little bit to prove, and he's always kind of mentally unstable. There's, it's hard to, to know what's in his head, but I don't think that he can really um, – I don't think that he can really lose a step in his game mentally. Um, I don't think that memory or anything like that's really going to be a factor in his game. All right, we will find out tomorrow when Uncle Frank defends the Superstars Championship against Money Sue. Uh, but let's talk about the Uncle Frank versus Killa Neptune Fubar City title match at Jingle Hell Rock. These two, of course, know each other well. It's a rematch from the Superstars Championship a couple weeks ago where Uncle Frank won. Do you see that? Do you? Is there a possibility that result is different at Jingle Hell Rock with the Fubar City Championship on the line? I doubt it, 
but here's the one thing I can give to to kill it. The fact is he he's he's desperate. You know, Frank he's got the White Lightning Championship. He's got the All Stars Championship. He's he's got some things going on. And this isn't the champ. Like as much as he would love to have the Fubar City Championship, this isn't the championship that Frank is going after. Killa has got nothing beyond this, and I think that it really you you kind of snapped him into gear once you um made him realize that he could be vulnerable. He could be without gold when he lost that Superstars Championship, and he had a taste of that for a week, and he didn't like what he saw, and that's why he's been being very serious lately. I mean, he's desperately got to cling to that belt. Otherwise, he's going to be out with nothing. I, I think Killa wants it more, but I don't think that he's going to want it enough to be able to overcome the size difference and just the hardcore skills of Frank in that match. All right. Good answer. So we will find out again at Jingle Hell Rock whether Uncle or this, this, this brewing rivalry between your two brothers – does it worry you at all that this could possibly spell the beginning and the end for the Opaque Brotherhood? The fact that the, the three of you, uh, along with Knox Blue, you have been butting had to butt heads so many times in the last couple months. You know, in a lot of situations, I would say yes, but and I, I do not mean this in a disrespectful way at all. But just take your match that you just had with uh, Killa and Frank in the tag team division, where they they've defeated you and. My, myself and Knox Boogie were the tag team champions. You can tell that we're still the four of us working as a very well-oiled machine. We're a we're a unit where we are together. Even if we're against each other, we're together. We are a family. We are a brotherhood. All right, all right. Well, only time will tell. Hopefully that hopefully what you say is true. But the thing is, it seems like that it, whenever some, whenever one of you is on a roll, Uncle Frank comes to knock one of you off. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens down the line. All right. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let me uh, check something here real quick. There we go. And like I said, folks, Jingle Hell Rock will emanate from the Air Canada Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, December 23rd, Saturday night. And so mark your calendars now. Get prepared. Get all your get all your Christmas preparations done early so that you can join us on December 23rd for Jingle Hell Rock. And, of course, it will be Judgment J. Esquire's last match, a candy cane on a pole match. It will be against either Money Sue, John the Revelator, or Black Widow Ecstasy. LA. Yes. When I do win the world title, right? Mm-hmm. That does mean that I can fly in a private jet now, yeah? To the next venue. Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. Cool. Just check in. Okay. Fed up with right. you. still get the buzz. You still get to ride in the VW bus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You can fly it. Hi, Don't eat the crow pie. Don't eat the crow pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm. I'm Earlier this evening, I read the RAWF rankings. Uh, six, out of seven, six out of the seven matches. I'm actually going to go post them 
in the scene right now before I forget, like I did last week. Two, 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 so that people can see it on paper or whatever pixels, I guess you can call it. I mean, the, the the lineup is actually quite interesting to say the least. You got Johnny Platinum as number one. And, uh, of course, he is Kindred. Judge? Judge? Yes? You're still fairly close to Johnny, right? Johnny Platinum? Yes, Johnny is, is, is training right now. Well, yeah. He is taking I, I'm, a class not... in Japan. Well, let's talk, let's talk about this, because right now he seems very driven. He, it's, it's like he's on a quest. He wants a chance at that World Heavyweight Championship, and it looks like he is going to get a shot at it uh, for the most part. It, I believe he's yes. going to finish number one. Has, yes, I what, think he's going to finish number one. Him being your former tag team partner, but one of your closest friends, what do you know? Of, what what would he be if he were here right tonight? What would <clears> he be saying? Do you think? Oh, he would just be saying that he would be looking forward to taking on whoever, whichever one holds the belt, because he's uh, he he puts in one hundred and twenty percent, and I know he works out daily, and I know he's been flying to Japan to to get some training for this week. So yeah, he he's, he's going to change up, and he's going to uh, he might be your next IWF champion champion. Because as much as I love Raven, and I think Raven's an outstanding fighter, if if Raven's the champion, I don't see her being able to hold a candle to Johnny Platinum. Wow. Okay. Same thing with Paragon. Same thing with Paragon. Same same thing with Paragon. If Paragon happens to be a a, a, be be the champion, I I I I don't see him being able to to hold a finger to, to Platinum. Now, if Griffith is the champion, of course, Griffith's kindred, and I have to support my kindred brothers. That might be a good fight. Hang on, uh-huh. so you're saying that me and Paragon wouldn't give Johnny Platinum a good fight? Well, you, the thing is, you're not kindred. Well, thank fuck for that, but the point is, you're saying that we wouldn't give him a good fight. No, I didn't say you wouldn't give him a good fight. I just said I don't think you could hold a candle to his fight. See, remember, I slept with you. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I know you. Oh. I didn't mean to say I slept with you. I know you, so I know that you, you get sidetracked by. But see, I know you get sidetracked by looking at great booties and perfect round bubble asses. And Johnny Platinum's got a, he's got a, platinum. He's got a platinum ass. You can put a dollar Judge. in his ass when he wears them tight jeans, and you can see the date on the dollar. Yes. Judge, you may have the hot for him. I don't. I don't, I don't have a hot to him. I'm just saying he's. I I I, you I sure? know you. I know you. Uh huh. I could play your movies right okay. now, and you would be smiling. And I'd kick you straight in the nuts, but you know. I don't have but one. <laughs> well, not then, not not. <laughs> I'm getting shocked over here in this electric steel cage match. Oh, then. Good. Oh, wait. That's right. You are it's currently good. wrestling Paragon in an electrified steel cage match. How did that happen, Judge? Yeah. Where did that come from? Are you all I right? Know, but I got a suspicion. I got a suspicion. <laughs> it's one of the person behind it. Man. I got a suspicion the hair is greasy that's going to come up. 
All right. So, uh, not right. boogie. Second match it is. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Paragon. This makes the happy. Paragon. Uh, Knox Boogie, OPEC Brotherhood member there, is currently ranked number two. Now, he lost his match at, at, at Black Friday, so it's highly unlikely that he will be in the contender match after seeing that both four, five, and six all won their matches behind him. But let's say for some, some by some miracle, he actually still ends up in that number two spot. How bad does Knox Boogie, of all people, being being basically the one Less, least talked about of the opaque brotherhood. Uh, how driven is he to get a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship? Well, I think that that ranking uh, itself should say everything that you need to know because Knox, his, his biggest flaw, the biggest knock against him has always been his um, refusal to try to really put a lot of effort into the trash talking aspect to get all, all of these extra points. But this month he came up number two, you know, he was actually putting an effort, so I don't know what it is that has suddenly put the fire behind him, but Knox Boogie, and I, I've said this, I've been on record to say this, that I believe that Knox Boogie is, has the highest ceiling of any member of the Opaque Brotherhood. He is he is arguably the best member. He just hasn't shown it yet here in R.A.W.F., and if he can manage that position, I, I put pity on anybody that has to step in his way, including myself. All right, fair enough. Uh, although, as I said, if I have to say it's probably not going to happen because he did lose to Mithras, which was his rankings match, and Davila, Mrs. Whispering Vengeance, and Big Daddy Lav all right behind him all won, so it's not looking too good for Boogie to finish at number two. Possibly he could fall anywhere to number six, so depending on what the final score is, I'll have all that force for you all next week, but... Let's talk about the person sitting at number three, then. And, Griff, I'm going to bring this up with you, Davila. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with her, but... I mean, familiar enough that I've stomped her into the mat multiple times. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You you have stomped Davila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you stomped her. But, first of all, I mean... Is she champion? Is she world heavyweight championship material? Now I've known Davila for a long time. I've tagged with her. Used to tag with her quite often in other companies. So I'm very familiar with her. I know how driven she can be. But do you see her as a as a serious contender to the world heavyweight championship, Griff? <sighs> see, those are two different questions. Do I t- do I see her as a serious contender? Yes. Do I see her as serious championship material? No. But you, you, so you're saying that it's possible to see the Villa possibly being the next Warrior WF World Heavyweight Champion if she continues on the path she's on. No, I, I see her getting the match. I don't see her winning it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair and if enough. she did, I think she'd still be an amazingly horrible champion. Do you see her as a worthy worthy estrogen champion? Because she has been an estrogen champion for a couple months now. Well, I mean, I'll answer it. I'll answer it with with a question. I was I was a champion in this company on some level or another, pretty much nonstop for what two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And in that time, um, you've sent me on how many 
uh, promotional junkets, you think, do you think? At least one a month? At least? Yeah, pretty much. And uh, when I've been on those junkets, I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've, I've sat next to Paragon. I've sat next to uh, Money Sue. I've sat next to Truth. I've sat next to Judge. I've sat, there's lots of bubs, even Bird Lady over there. But you know who I've never sat next to, even while she was estrogen champion? Never sat next to Davila. Because she doesn't care. She doesn't do the work of a champion. She she she's she has the belt like it's an entitlement and doesn't seem to understand that it also comes with responsibility. So, you know, I'd I would I don't want to see her with the belt because, you know, you know, say what you want about me, say what you want about my attitude, say what you want about my ego. You know, when I'm a champion of this company, I represent this company. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then I want to talk about Mrs. Whispering Vengeance, her first time ever this high in the top 25. And she still has an outside chance of, well, uh, a very outside chance, I would say. I think it's most likely it's going to be Johnny Platinum and Davila in that contender match. But Mrs. Whispering Vengeance all of a sudden has snuck up on us here. Uh, number four, she won at Black Friday, so I don't see that ranking changing much. Let's, Raven, I'm going to get your opinion of Mrs. Whispering Vengeance. How well do you know her, and what do you think her chances are of being a world champion here in REWF? I haven't faced her since um, she's uh, gotten married. I was asking Raven. Yeah, Chris, you're not oh, Raven. Why would you do that? <laughs> Um, no, pretty well. I'm actually surprised she's number four. Very. <laughs> um, has she got a shot in her at a championship? No. No chance. No, she hasn't got a hope in her. No. 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 She she just hasn't got it in her. I mean, she can fight when she wants to. Well, I mean, she seems rather driven. Right now, right now in the REWF rankings, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the top ten are undefeated through six rankings matches. She is one of them. Uh, so she seems to be on quite the chair. Does she have it to go all the way? Right. Well, we'll see, won't we? But I'd be very surprised if she does. All right. At the very least, she's lined herself up for a very nice contenders match here next week on Superstars. We're probably looking at a Platinum mm-hmm. Dragon contender match for her. Uh, well, I'll if, tell you if what, not. if she gets the Platinum title, then I will change my views on her. All right. Fair enough. And then, Judge, I'm going to get your quick take real quick on someone I know you know very well. And while he's right now sitting on the outside looking in, he still has a decent chance. It's Big Daddy Lav uh, right now sitting at number five, undefeated. What do you what do you think, Big Daddy Lav, knowing him as well as you do? Would he make a good RAWF World Highway Champion? Yeah, I think he would. I think it. I think it's great to see these new up and coming superstars. Giving a challenge to the to the to the to the to the leaders in REWF, to people who are here who have who've had the belts and have belts and have belts. I think it's a good thing to see these new and upcoming people moving up. And will he make? A, yeah, I think he would make a great champion. I think it'd be a fresh 
someone fresh, you know, come in and he's he's not one to take lightly. So to all the W all the RAWF superstars, you guys gotta take, you know, watch it. I'll be pulling from my alumni crowd, but I'm still saying you gotta watch it. Okay. Fair enough. So Raven, I'm gonna switch gears here. Raven? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So we don't know whether you're world champion or not. That match is not over. But if it if it if it, <laughs> you do become it, you're fi- you've finally climbed a hurdle, gotten a you know, a nice big check mark on your REWF career. Uh However, here in a couple of weeks, you have an opportunity to make a really big check mark. Not that the world championship is not a really big check mark, but this one's kind of a, it's becoming an urban legend here in RAWF. Who can unseat Mithras, the title machine of that Midnight Hobo Championship? And uh, you laid the challenge out. He apparently accepted. He did accept. I'm sorry. And so you're next. You are the next one up for bids uh, as far as the Midnight Hobo Championship goes. Let's say first of yeah, all. I, I, let's say I love tough let's battles. Say, <laughs> let's say first of all, you do beat Paragon in your world champion. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Is that is, how much confidence does that give you going into the match with Mithras? None what the bloody ever. <laughs> none, none, none what's the bloody ever. Do you consider no, Mithras a, no. a tougher match than Paragon then? No. Paragon, no, right, let me just say this, okay, Paragon has made me fight so hard, so, so damn hard, but, um, and I've, I've loved it in between shaking, but, um, (laughs) Mithras, Mithras I've known for a very, very long time, and I've always had the utmost respect for him, not that I don't respect Paragon, because I do, but Mithras, he's a good friend. And I love battling with him. We always go back and forth, but we always piss about in the matches. But this one is serious. I want to be the bugger that unseats his ass. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's why I called him. Fair enough. So, in other words... He knows me too well, and I know him. (laughs) In other words, Mm -hmm. you win the world title... You win yeah. and you beat Mithras all in the span of a couple of weeks. That could be the possibly the two be greatest. The happiest bird in the world. <laughs> it could be possibly the two greatest weeks anyone's ever had in RAWF. Yes. To be honest, I mean that those are two huge accomplishments if you can manage to pull yeah. them both off. However, yeah. let's say Paragon gets lucky somehow and comes back and retains his World Heavyweight Championship. Now, how important is that match with Mithras? It's no more important than it was if I had the title. So, yeah. Okay. It's that title. The, the Hobo title is very, very important to me because I want to get it off of me for Someone's got to bloody do it. <laughs> and he's been fighting all these has been. So now he's going to fight someone decent. So we'll see if I can do it. All right. Mm-hmm. We will find out here in just a week's time. In eight days' time, mm-hmm. Raven will challenge Mithras the Title Machine for the Midnight Hobo Championship live on Superstars. All right. Let's see. All right. Awesome. Sweet. 
With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have about 22 minutes to go. I think we'll go ahead and go to our promotion segment of the program, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone gets to promote something if they care to, or whether it be a company, whether it be themselves, whether it be uh, what have you. So I'm going to start with Paragon. Paragon, do you have anything to promote tonight, sir? Uh, Inferior 5, going in theaters December 22nd. Projected opening gross is up to $85 million. Let's get that higher. Let's beat the Justice League, everybody. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Anything else you'd like to promote? Great, babe. Okay, thank you. Uh, Yeti. Yeti, you have anything to promote tonight? I like to uh, pr- uh, promote uh, anti crow pie cream because oh, you if you, it. <laughs> yes, you know because apparently if you get apparently too much crow pie c- consumption can give you an irritable rash. So, so anti crow pie rash cream. But, Would you well, like no, to promote? It, no, it's kind of hard. It, oh yes, <laughs> yeah. and then also if you're if if you're into hardcore rest hardcore wrestling, Evie and I have a have a nice company uh, to join. It's called the Underground Blood Yard. So if you want to uh, have fun with your hardcore, uh, message me or Evie for a contract. And and also I know Raven just wants that mattress mister so. She can touch him. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Yeti. Uh, Raven, do you have anything to promote tonight? Apart from a death list. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're so good thing I have number one, list, I tell you. She wants to promote Georgia Bulldogs in the Rose Bowl. I do? Yeah, well, I guess. Hey, Bubs. Um, uh, Neverwore Company is still looking for fighters. If you want to come over, I've just put the link in to the company. But if you want an invite, message me. Um, also, also, I have a big shout-out to my bloody good friend, the Crippler, because he's awesome. So I, I said I'd give him a good shout-out, because he's lovely. So, there you go. Right. Oh, Thank you. If you want to sign up for... Wait, not finished. If you want to sign up for season... What season are we on? Three, two, we're on two. Yeah, so if you want to sign up for season three, I will be putting the scene out during the week because we're nearly done with this one. I'm done now, Hello, Carry on. Are you sure? Because last time you said that, you interrupted me. Oh, yes, I'm done. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Bubs, are you here? Are you back, hon? <laughs> Okay. All right. Judge, do you have anything to promote tonight? Sorry, I was muted, but no. Okay. I'm just going to promote uh, REWF. Everybody, you know where you're supposed to be in REWF. Get in there. Don't let these little slackers that are climbing the poles outtake the alumni. The alumni has got to stick together and stick back in there and, and push these youngsters back down the pole where they belong. <laughs> and it's just been approved I'm getting word right now that the FDA Has just approved Raven's Crow Pie to be a Source of vitamin D And a, 
and a great source of for yeah, it's good for you. <laughs> okay. Thank you much. And final, last, but certainly not least, I turn to the immortal Griffith. Well, not to contradict the marketing department of Judgment J. Esquire Enterprises about Raven's Crow Pie, this just in, a massive recall of Raven's Crow Pie has been enacted. Several cases of botulism have been reported from around the country. Doctors advise if you've eaten Raven's Crow Pie in the last 72 hours, please immediately go see your favorite family physician or local ER as soon as possible. Oh, dear God. Wow. Did you need to go to the doctor's grace? Hold on, I got a call. No. No, just kidding. Uh, anywho, um, <laughs> wow. Might be, might be the legal department. <laughs> Where's a lawyer? All right, anywho. Oh wow! I don't think this night could get any any better, ladies and gentlemen. I honestly don't. I think we've had a really good show, and uh, mm. I don't know that I don't know that anything could get worse. Or, 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 oh. Please let me introduce myself. Oh, oh, oh. I'm a man. Gentlemen, please welcome El Vacant to the program. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, Señor Los Angeles. Oh my God, are you okay? I don't know. I've been feeling very under the weather for the last day or two. It's been very upsetting. My stomach has been bothering me. I've been, uh, you know, how you say, uh, throwing up uh, nonstop. Uh, been treating the toilet like a bad hooker. It's just not good. Um, did you did you happen to indulge in some Raven's crow pie? Uh, maybe. You might want to call nine one one. You might want to call nine one one. Why I don't understand. What seems to be the problem? Um, you might have a. No goodness. Woo! That's not a good smell. Why is you, the gross guy getting blamed for this? Have you seen what I, that I, guy eats? Oh God! When did I eat corn? I don't. I, oh God! Ew. Someone, someone, clean that up, please. Oh. Please clear it up. Somebody clean. I'm not going to near that. Are you insane? Yeti, do you want to clean that up? I ain't touching it. 
it kind of looks like one of your children anyways. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeti? Yeti? <laughs> Wake up, Yeti. <sighs> oh, dear. <sighs> Anywho, wow. Uh, yeah. So, that being said, El Vacant, how did your match go with V-Dizzle at Black Friday? Is that still ongoing? Uh, well, funny you should ask, because uh, I sort of forgot. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I've been busy kind of uh, with upset stomach problems, so, you know. So, so wait a minute. You've been bugging me. You have been bugging me for a match at a pay-per-view. <laughs> It's a matter of fact, I'm watching the match right now, and you are actually, <laughs> wow, you're wrestling and here at the same time. It's awesome. That well, is, I am elevated. Even, even with uh, the stomach virus, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a treat to you, it, are. It, it kind of looks like you puked, uh, puked up V-Dizzle just a few minutes ago, but uh, yeah, okay. At any... <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I, I have it to is ask, probably why he's green. I, I have to ask the pectoral man something. Oh, hello, oh, hello, Bobby Lady. How are, <clears throat> how are you? Careful, you Bobby. He might throw up on you. There. Well, I was going to ask you if you wanted to be in a Christmas present match with me. Okay. Or, well, some kind of Christmas match. I don't know. Uh, Just imagine it's a pay-per-view. I, assuming that I uh, am not still doing whatever this is, uh, I would be honored. Okay. Thank you. All right. Mark, well, that, Mark that match there, please. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I will. Once I get, once my eyes stop watering, I will, I will certainly do that. I promise. Why are your eyes watering? Because El Vacant just puked up V-Dizzle all over the floor of the studio right there. Oh, the vapor from the jalapenos. Oh, my. my oh, man. Oh, 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 God. Okay, I just got a whiff of it. I should have stayed in the other room. Madre de Dios. Que pasa? Okay, so. We must. While we get the studio aired out and get cleaned up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, oh, Olive, we'll have a, a, a quick commercial break. Yeti, oh, Yeti, you got anything for that? Never mind. We'll be right back in just a few seconds. Hi, this is Mithras, the title machine, owner of the letter M Worldwide, and... According to my script here, I'm a wrestling god. Over the last couple of years since Mephestra, the calming relief for Wrestler Unstoppable's many stresses was released onto the market. We have seen a significant drop in drama in WU that can be specifically attributed to the use of Mephestra. However, our research has indicated that in certain individuals and situations, Mephestra's effectiveness can sometimes not be enough. This is why we are introducing Methestra Extra Strength. For those times when you feel overwhelmed by the frustrations of inbox stalking, god modding, or boring Hall of Fame scenes that refuse to disappear from your feed, Methestra Extra Strength is produced right here in the heartland of America, Stillwater, Oklahoma. 
the home of the world's largest testicle festival. It's made of nearly all natural ingredients and is put through a rigorous testing procedure before finding its way into your medicine cabinet. Let's take a look at some of those results with the testimony of some real unstoppable wrestlers. Hey, this is Fred Starr. Before I started taking Mephestra Extra Strength, I was getting pretty upset with some of these no-talent idiots here in Unstoppable. I nearly quit several times to go play DC Legends exclusively. But now I'm rejuvenated and can handle all these moronic douchebags trying to tick me off because I take Mephestra Extra Strength. Thanks, Mephestra. Hey y'all, this is Bubs Revelator, and God knows before I started taking Methestra, I wanted to take my shotgun and fill all these idiots and crybabies with lead. But now, since taking Methestra Extra Strength, I can sit back and laugh at all these redneck wannabes who just wish they could be as talented and beautiful and awesome and witty and, oh, did I mention beautiful? It's me. Thanks, Methestra. Hello, this is Paragon of Greatness. Stars stage, ring, and screen. With my hectic schedule these days, it's easy for me to get frustrated with all the drama queens. Not just in Wrestler Unstoppable, but in Hollywood as well. You wouldn't believe what a diva Kate Upton is. Not as much of a diva as Susie the Elf, but that's another story altogether. However, thanks to Mephestra Extra Strength, I'm a lot more calm and can manage this stressful schedule a lot easier. I now have what it takes to be an even bigger megastar in the squared circle and in the box office. Thanks, Mephestra. There you have it, folks. Methestra, extra strength. Worked for them. Now let it work for you. Take it from me, Mithras, the title machine. Methestra, extra strength. will help you live a happier, more fulfilling life in Wrestler Unstoppable. Let the glass-jawed bullies, luck-jobbers, whiners, complainers, and drama llamas enjoy their misery while you have Methestra, extra strength. Warning, Mephestra can cause symptoms such as diarrhea, nausea, backache, front aches, heartaches, anal seepage, anal leakage, and general butthurt. Do not use Mephestra if you use heavy machinery, drive a tractor, read comic books, play dodgeball, sell Girl Scout cookies, flagellate more than twice a day, or listen to any show hosted by Hollywood or Girl. I think we got most of the smell out. I think we got it all cleaned up. Ugh. Thanks. Uh, got our hazmat suits on. So I think we're good. Should be good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll vacate. Maybe, maybe, maybe some Tums or something. Takes, takes, takes something. I, wait, I, have, I probably have one of Abuela's uh, remedies in the bag. Let me go look. All right. At anyhow. So, Griffith, any parting thoughts? I I do. I I, I hope Judgment, you know, enjoys the matches that that he he earned for himself this evening. Um, And, you know, if he has an issue with it, I I have one thing to say. (laughs) That was a classic interview. Oh, my God. You know, here's the thing. I I I I, I kind of got worried when 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 Griff dove into the water <laughs> because all the grease that came out of his hair. I I it, it was like the Alaskan oil spill again. Oh God. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who was next on the list? No, love you, brother. Uh, you can, you, can sign, you know you can Nobody. sign me up for an extra match. 
It's on nobody, nobody, nobody was on it. Nobody was on it. <laughs> I'm going to go rest. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week right here to RAWF After Hours. We will find out who the new world, who, who the world champion is, whether it be Paragon of Greatness or Raven the Enchanted. We will find out who's the new champion's choice champion. We will find out the final rankings for this period. Uh, and see who gets what contender matches next week on Superstars to go on to Jingle Hell Rock to challenge for whatever titles we have going on. Uh, real quick, Griffith, what is our status yeah. on the White Lightning Championship? Have you decided on what we're going to do about that? Uh, I have a couple irons in the fire. Uh, I was going to talk to you off the show to see what you thought was more interesting for your pay-per-view. All right. Fair enough. Sounds sounds like a plan. Uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go out with a little with a little Christmas cheer, if you will. Uh, this has been REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. You all have a good week. Here comes Peter Cotton Claus, the big red rabbit with the little white paws, always ready to spread good cheer, right at the wrong time every year. He's always a little bit too late for Christmas, somewhere in between. He's always a little too early for Easter and not quite in time. Jolly old Saint Hare, the happiest rabbit anywhere. Hopping down the bunny trail, ho, ho, ho. Peter Cotton Claus is a little too slow. Wait, Peter Cotton Claus, wait for me. Which would he give to the girls and boys? Now can't you imagine how it would be To see an Easter bunny on Christmas Eve? He's always a little bit too late for Christmas Somewhere in between He's always a little too early for Easter And not quite in time for Halloween Here comes Peter Cotton Claus a big red rabbit with a little white paw. Always ready to spread good cheer right at the wrong time every year. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go But she forgot her medication And she staggered out the door into the snow 
when we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack. She had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claws marks on her back. Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Now we're all so proud of Grandpa. He's been taking this so well. See him in there watching football, drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel. It's not Christmas without Grandma. All the family's dressed in black And we just can't help but wonder Should we open up her gifts or send them back? We interrupt this song for a very special announcement. Champions, baby. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.